Hello, Chase Lounge listeners. I'm Anna Lynch, the creator of Chase Lounge, and I am so happy to have you here. It's been a couple of weeks since I've posted, and there's so much that I could write about, but I decided that this week I would stay in the women's health lane and share news from there. Between business interests and new discoveries, there's lots to learn. Remember to comment, like, and share liberally as word of mouth is the best way to grow a newsletter. So let's get started. Investing in women's health is big business. Dina Shakir, a partner at the venture capital firm Lux Capital, believes that the time has come for significant investment in women's health. In an article in Yahoo Finance, she points out that having more women as investors has increased the amount of money going toward companies supporting women's health. Lux Capital has leveraged $100 million in investments into women-led companies into a $10 billion portfolio. She says, quote, Until recently, the women's health category was considered niche and some sort of tangential afterthought, unquote. If you've been a longtime Chase Lounge listener, then you know that it is because of the historical ignorance of the female body in the medical world. The vast majority of research until recent de- decades all took place on male bodies, and then the medical community used that data to treat women. They did not understand that our bodies do not always respond to treatment similarly or do not express the same symptoms as male bodies. While it may seem crass to admit, perhaps if the business world sees profit in investing in women's health, we will see better outcomes. While it is sad that women have to wait for our health issues to become profitable to receive proper attention, any improvements are a good thing. PCOS Diagnosis Tied to Heart Health And speaking of women's health, in 2019, Apple partnered with Harvard's T.H. Chan School of Public Health and the NIH's National Institute of Environmental Health Sciences to study women's health. Specifically, they are looking at the relationship between menstrual health and general health. They recently released a report on data concerning women with polycystic ovary syndrome otherwise known as PCOS. While they cautioned that the findings are preliminary, they found that those who have PCOS are more likely to develop type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, and arrhythmia or irregular heartbeats. These are all conditions that are best treated early, so those with PCOS now know that they might want to monitor any symptoms very closely. The policing of pregnant women's bodies never stops. Announcement. Felony charge against our client dropped. I never imagined that taking my prescribed medication would lead to a felony charge and the most terrifying period of my life. Ever since a group of armed police officers showed up at our home, my children have lived in fear that their mother would be taken away from them. I suffered severe depression and withdrew from everyone I loved. I am so happy that I no longer need to live in fear and can focus on my family. Kim Blaylock, Florence, Alabama. Kim Blaylock has a history of chronic pain due to degenerated discs in her back and had a legal prescription for hydrocodone. Throughout her pregnancy, she bore the pain until it became unbearable when she was 34 weeks pregnant. She refilled the prescription and took the pills. 
She was charged with a felony because she did not tell the doctor that she was pregnant before refilling the prescription. Of course, no one asked her, and she didn't think that she needed to tell anyone. Fortunately, the indictment was dismissed earlier this week because the law was never intended to apply to those with legally obtained prescriptions taking medication for an established reason. A word about Will Smith. Back in 1986, I was working a summer job and my time of employment was ending. My fellow workers took me out for drinks the night before my last day. I won't go into details about the workplace, except that the boss was a serious alcoholic and did not like me. He decided to join us for drinks and after a few started berating me. Now, I admit I'd have a couple of drinks too, but I had never had anyone talk to me like that. And of course, I broke down in tears trying to defend myself. My soon-to-be husband was there and the next day I asked him why he didn't just get me out of there. He told me that he felt like it wasn't his place to do that because this was my relationship to navigate. I think he was right, even if I was a mess. So why am I telling you the story since it certainly doesn't reflect well on me? When I saw the infamous slap at the Oscars earlier this week, I had many thoughts, but the first one was, why does Will think he has to stand up for Jada? She's perfectly capable of handling the situation. By making it about him, he stole her ability to respond to the situation the way that she wanted. P.S. The next day after the debacle, I went into the office to collect my personal belongings from my desk. One of the other employees told me he couldn't believe that I showed up. I told him that I wouldn't be bullied into leaving my stuff there. So I picked it up and left. What is the point of nipple stickers? See what I did there? A couple of weeks ago, these nipple stickers showed up in the mail addressed to me. I didn't order them, so I'm not sure if someone was trying to send me a message, but it got me thinking. Why do women feel it necessary to wear nipple stickers? I suspect it is about keeping men's eyes off their chest, but maybe there's more to it. If you wear them, let me know why. And finally, I have exciting news to share from Substack. You can now read Che's Lounge in the new Substack app for iPhone. You can download it anywhere that apps are found. All right, that's it for this week. If you've got any comments or questions or any feedback you'd like to give me, feel free to do so. And I will see you in a couple of weeks. Take care.